I'm Tucker, and this is Seamplay. On this episode, we're going to continue our game of dialect, which is by Hakan Sealiolu and Catherine Himes. Sorry I missed you last week. I was moving, and all my audio stuff was packed away in an apartment, so I couldn't get everything recorded, but we're here now. We're set for the rest of the summer. Should not be any more delays. So with that, let's go ahead and get to the episode. See you on the other side. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're back. Uh, again, this is Scene Play, and we're going to be playing Dialect, which is an excellent game. Uh, do you want to go around and introduce ourselves? Uh, I'm Tucker, and I run this podcast. I'm Caroline. I'm playing Clover Spring. I'm Ryan. I'm playing Billy Pizlesny. I'm Henry. I'm playing Holden James. And I forgot to mention that I'm playing Trinity. And uh, so last time we ended with tensions running fairly high among the songs, among songs canaries. And now we're going to transition into a new age. And to begin doing that, we're going to read the transition prompt. Uh, Ryan, you have that in front of you. Do you want to go ahead and read following the same track that we were on before? Sure. <clears throat> so entering age three, what was foreshadowed has come to pass. The end of the isolation is near. There's no escaping it. A schism is formed. A group insists on letting more outsiders in. Some take this as the ultimate betrayal. How do they fight against this movement, and why are they doomed to fail? All right. So, so are the the ones who are doomed to fail are the ones fighting? Yeah, fighting to have new people not join. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, so when we left off, we knew there were like two weeks-ish left of Lifeblood, Oakblood, to allow um, the flotilla to find a hiding place, right? That was yeah. the goal because mm-hmm. they kind of knew that there was no way they were going to be able to run. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe they weren't able to do that in those two weeks or a few weeks. Maybe that wasn't enough time. Oh, so are we just on the water right now? Yeah. Dead? Maybe. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> how, how do other people feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could do that, or we could do that we did find a place. That's true. They're, they're somewhat similar, yeah, right? They're both, they're, yeah, they're both inter- Being stuck on the water really play, pushes against the, the cocksureness that we've been playing with before, mm-hmm. and having found the place plays to it in a way that's saying oh yeah we found the place just before we ran out of fuel aren't mm-hmm. we dope right but there's still that lingering question of can is we it be found yeah. yeah or maybe like we found a place but it's a place that doesn't have oak like oaks that like mm-hmm. that it's like it's a place from which we cannot harvest lifeblood so it's sort of like we i don't know would that kind of defeat the purpose of having found a place if we like find a place but still need to make kind of like mm, quick yeah maybe you know, like I don't know, egg missions out of it i kind of like the idea of like i feel like like a lot of bad shit has happened to these people so i do kind of like the idea of them having some kind of small success and then then like seeing that shattered subsequently <laughs> <laughs> i think it'd be really interesting for them to find so like we said finding a place where there is no way to harvest lifeblood and then being left with a choice, specifically the pilots being left with a choice to basically become normal people because they can't use their aircraft and living in this new safe place. 
and or and, or like trying to find some way to fly again oh, because that's what makes them special. I'm on board with that. So yeah. like through all of this, how are we working in like how are more outsiders being forced onto the like are we going to call it an island? Well, there's still like that that magpie person bringing people in, right? Smuggling but, refugees. <laughs> well, it's also possible. Can I read the prompt yeah, again? Sorry. It says um, the ultimate betrayal. Hmm. Maybe one of the people that has been brought in is able to communicate somehow and like gives our location to people that can then come to us rather than us bringing them in. Uh, Maybe that's too much. Uh, no, that's. Yeah, Make I big like decisions that. and follow. <laughs> <it. laughs> That's a big decision. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I'm on board. Let's run with that. Cool. Okay. Okay. Do we want that to happen now, or do we want to ha- that to happen mid mid age? Um, I feel like that's like definitely high quality scene material. <laughs> yeah. I also, I want I want to see us it safe in the shelter before. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see what that, that looks is like. Opened up. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what is the what is the shelter? What is it? Um, I want weird magic. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, okay, so so this is somewhere that they can't be found. So like, I'm thinking like a, weird caves. Yeah, caves as well. Caves yeah. and maybe like weird fog to go with the weird caves. <laughs> yes. What is that? There's one like Narnia book where don't they have like in the Dawn Treader or something? Have oh, you read yeah, the, like near the, the uh, or is that the Silver Chair where it happens? I don't remember, but um, I'm thinking I'm just remembering some fog concealing a boat. Maybe this is like so. Maybe this is like some island formation that is known about, but but for no, whatever I, reason, from I don't above, think it should be known. I think like or from above, it looks like just sheer rock, but sailing in at low tide there are caves yeah. through which yeah, yeah. like one can enter the you know the more like center area of the island i don't know if like we want it to be entirely underground almost like a district 13 type thing or if like <laughs> or maybe there's like a small like <coughs> hole in prick <laughs> this huge grotto all right that would be so sick or like not even pinprick but it's just like this huge cylinder yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah so it's but like, like that but i think like it should be like not big enough that like a ship could get through it oh right right, right or maybe right. it should be maybe that leads to like some all out assault from above at some point oh dear <laughs> that's terrifying <laughs> well how about it's so kind of combining those two ideas so you have the this island formation that has sort of grown together and the the islands physically haven't grown together they're just rock Mm. but you have these trees and the that that don't provide lifeblood or maybe they do provide lifeblood we can decide on that later but you have these trees that have sort of grown all together and made this mesh of root of a root system that goes above it so you can sail underneath these trees and hang out underneath them Mm. and there's these solid rock places where you can hang out but there's still light filtering through yeah. this mesh of trees. Mm-hmm. It just appears to the above and as a solid landmass, and it can be walked on, too. So you have these two levels, one of which is just mm, entirely organic that you can walk on top yeah. of and then beneath. All in favor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, no, I think, I don't, I don't know if, like, this is something that to 
you know, develop further through or like in the middle of the age. But I think it would also kind of like in one of the scenes, I sort of like brought in the idea that this, the new, the, the outsiders were like less accustomed to living on a flotilla than the Swakaba. And in this case, everyone's living on solid ground. Yeah. And so then like the people who have lived on solid ground for a longer amount of time will be the ones more just like physically accustomed to that life, mm-hmm. which sort of like, you know, makes us the outsiders all of a sudden. Yeah. I like it. Can you, can you explain the geography of it one more time? I want to be on the same page. Yes, definitely. So you have this set of rocks, right? And there are these big, tall, pointed boulders functionally coming out of the ocean. And on top of each of these rocks, let's say there are five rocks, because that's a nice, fun number. On top of each of these rocks, you have a tree that started growing there. And these trees ended up reaching out towards each other and forming a lattice on which more trees could grow. And so you have this grove of trees that some of which are on rocks and there's enough of them on rocks that it can support all the weight of these trees. But there's this root system that makes all these rocks into a single into like a singular island. Yeah. And so that gives this island two levels. There's the top level, which is where the forest is and where there you're ground is just a root system it's just wood and whatever has happened to fall in on this wood and then below that is another level which is where you can sail in beneath the trees and there's some solid ground that like pokes out from the boulders and so you can stand beneath all these trees and just sort of hang out and so like the village or where the songs canaries have been hanging out is below the wood and they can also just go on top to hang out sometimes if they want to like suntan. Below the, below the root system. Yeah. Henry drew a pretty picture. Everybody feel good about that? No? Great. Yeah, I think so. Beautiful. So now we are going to, I believe, evolve an aspect. So we're going to decide on one aspect that has changed during the transition. Every aspect that is unchanged is going to move into the red circle. And we're going to leave the changed aspect in the circle where it changed. So actually right now, these ones should be in the yellow yeah. circle. So, anybody, so Carol, you want to read our aspects for us? Yes, our aspects are, we gave up everything for them and they still burned. Was it worth it? We can run, we can hide, but we can no longer run. Can I put up a call against we can hide but no longer run because that's uninteresting Mm -hmm. to change that? (laughs) We are, in fact, hiding. (laughs) I think, like, though, was it worth it? Like, our status has sort of changed, so was it worth it might be something that we could change as well. Yeah, I definitely don't think we can change. We gave up everything for them and they still burnt. Um, I think that's pretty fundamentally there. So how it's going right now. So I mean, uh, sort of, sort of seems like so that's like been a question. Like, was it worth it for this group of people? I wonder if now this seems like maybe a tentative yes, and so maybe there's some way of expressing that, but also an apprehension for what's to come now that we're here. So how would we write that? We're here now. What? <laughs> <laughs> like we have. I guess I don't know how. To, I don't know if this contributes to the writing. 
of it, but like it is worth it in the fact or in the sense that like because we escaped, we were able to establish basically like a new colony outcropping. So that seems to answer the question, was it worth it? But like, yeah. Should we bring in an idea about the new people that are sharing this space with us? Probably a good idea. Like we got like, like we've got, we've got there and not how we expected. Now it's time to like make sure it stays that way or something. Something with roots. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. So something, I don't know what the first part of it could be, but something like about like, oh, like we made it here or whatever. And then like the second part is like, excuse me, like, but it takes time to put down roots or like set down roots or something. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like we put down mixed roots or something like, but can a tree grow? <laughs> Which is way too cliche, but like the fact that like, they're trying to be in this place with like maybe not half non songs canaries, mm-hmm. but some percentage non songs canaries. Like, will they be able to make it work? Yeah, like, like we've made it here, but is here stable? Yeah. Is that is that still going along with this aspect? I can't decide. Well, we're making a new aspect. If we've yeah. strayed too far, okay. So it doesn't have to be related. It doesn't have no? to be related to. Well, it's. It's an evolution of this, and okay. it should be like. But I feel like every, everything we've been talking about is, is evolution. An evolution. Like it was worth it in order it, to it get It was here. worth it. Now, what do we do with okay. it? Right. So I, I, I like the idea of like using roots metaphorically for like where these people are coming from. So something about mingled roots for sure. Mingled roots. That's better than mixed roots. Thank you. Like so, our roots are mingled. How will we grow or something? Is there an aspect of like constant fear that eventually something's gonna, you know, something from the outside will happen too? So then there's like, I would think if I were, yes, if I were like one of those people who's like now here, <laughs> yeah, like for sure. So then, is there sort of like the, the like dual anxiety of like, can we like, can we cooperate and also do we have like bigger fish to fry? So, okay, so here, here's a suggestion. So something along the lines of we've set down our mingled roots, but uh, will we stand up to the coming storm or something? Really get that, like, tree metaphor going. Yeah. Or will we last the first storm or something? Mm-hmm. So maybe we don't know there's a storm coming. Or will we not get blown over? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, will we hold fast in the coming storm? Yeah, I like that. I I even think that that might connect to we can hide, but we can no longer run. Too much so? What? Or instead, we evolve that instead and leave the question of was it worth it on the table. I feel like that one's like been it's it's been been there for a while and been a focus, and I would like like to change it. Okay, then let's try to grab something closer to it. Okay. So can we talk, I guess, was it worth it was about, like, it was kind of this idea of, like, whether or not we should go back, right? Our ties to the empire Mm -hmm. and what they are, right? That was kind of what it involved. Mm -hmm. So maybe if we think about how that. So maybe, maybe change it, like. Like we've managed to put down our mingled roots. Now it's time to see how strong they are, or something. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe that, but that uh, that mm, still feels like slightly close to that, but maybe not as much. Could we just say they're coming? I feel like that's super vague, though. That is very vague. And I I do like the idea of addressing, like, we're not the same people who started. Yeah. Like Right, because, yeah, I mean, I think the major conflict here now isn't about, like, whether or not we should go back. That's what's changing about this, and that's why it's related to this. Like, Mm -hmm. no one's really... Sorry, Trin. But like no one's really listening anymore to the people who are saying we can yeah. we should go back because we're out of fuel. Like <laughs> at least for now, that's all I'm saying. We know what's gonna happen in this age, and Trinity's gonna be very happy about it. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. So I think, yeah, I guess that's how I'd rationalize doing something about like. Just like it's worth changing this aspect because it doesn't really matter anymore. The question is kind of off the table about whether mm-hmm. or not we're going back. Yeah. Or I think like if I'm thinking like if we're sort of like concerned about the stability of this island, then it sort of like could be a, you know, are we going to die here? And if so, should we just become slaves again? Like, like, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know if that's a viable question, um, but that would sort of, you know, be another kind of instance of was it worth it? Or we could even like make it something like something, something like we're here now, let's make it worth it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like let's make it worth it or something to that. Yeah, and I w- I would I do want to put something in. I, I want to use you mingled, want mingled roots. roots. Yeah, I want mingled. Yeah, roots. Yeah, well, I think like we've we've like, established our mingled yeah. roots. Let's make it worth it. Yeah, or we've we've worked to establish our mingled roots. We've set down. Yeah. Our mingled roots. Let's make it worth it. <laughs> Is there a way we can like compress that? Let's make our mingled roots worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Let's make our mingled treats. <laughs> Hilarious. Is there a sharpie around? Uh, let me go grab. Writing this one. on oh. weak pencil. Hey, you call my pencil <laughs> weak? I haven't used uh, like wood pencils since middle school. <laughs> Mechanical all the way. Hot shots. Oh no. Our circle. <laughs> It's a bad omen. I, I think our, the circle made out of gaming stones is very pretty. However, it is also very impermanent. <laughs> okay, I'm going to maybe slightly change just say now it's time to make these mingled roots worth it. Mm-hmm. A little more urgency. All right, and I think now we're ready to make some words. Oh, before we do that. What's a name for this place? Mm. Um, did I spell worthwhile right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I don't know why it looks weird to me. It's a lot of letters. So put that in the red circle. And you oh, move. And then this one's in the red circle as well. Okay. Yeah, we do need a name for this place. If anybody calls it the roost, I will kick them off this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, say like, the rookery. 
<laughs> I was like, is there a specific word for a canary's nest? I want to use the word bramble in it. <laughs> Isn't that like a yeah, tangle yeah, of... Yeah, definitely. Well, okay, this is going to sound kind of dumb. But they are under the bramble, so we should call it under bramble. I'm perhaps? totally okay with that. We've the had town like, of... We've had like really big, high fluting language for so much. I, I kind of like having like the final spot be a modest version of that. Yeah. yeah. Can we have it like under Bramble Rock? Like, you know how like some areas or like islands are like the second word is just rock? <laughs> yeah. I think like Fraggle Rock yeah. was like a Muppets oh. show. I, I, like I feel like that just adds, yeah. another, rock. adds another like fun little. I feel like I'm going to a concert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll and just write it on this. It on All right, yeah, perfect. Okay, and now we can get into making words. So, just again to go over our aspects, we gave up everything for them, and they still burned. Now it's time to make these mingled roots worthwhile. We can hide we can no longer run. Uh, Carol or Ryan, would you like to start us off? Okay, this is Tucker from the future. We ended up doing some warm-up games here, which I cut, and so we're coming out and going back in now. <laughs> Please bring that. Oh, I left the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> More things and, and, to cut. Yeah, you ever have but your, please like, leave the last... No! no. <laughs> I was going to say, do you ever, like, just, or have you ever thought about just pu- uh, publishing an hour of uh, scene-play outtakes? <laughs> I'll probably get there eventually. <laughs> All right, so, Ryan or Carol, do you want to start this round? Um, I think I could start. Hit us. So this says fracture. A group defines itself by not using one of our words. So pick a previously defined word. Explain why a group has stopped using this word. Um, I think we could do this for a lot of our <laughs> words. Um, and I don't know exactly which one. I think definitely we could do something with lifeblood or oak blood. We could probably do something um, with They Fell Away or May Song Sing For You or The Quiet Years. Um, And to me, it seems like the people from the Empire coming on would no longer use these words Um, and might find it like really weird that we still do. Um, I think let's not do Lifeblood Oak Blood I think maybe May Song Sing For You or The Quiet Years would be the most interesting. Those both seem like good ideas. Which are you most interested in? I think May Song Sing For You is definitely like stronger. But maybe like saying The Quiet Years has been like outlawed in the Empire in the last 20 years or something, which might be interesting. But I could definitely see May Song Sing For You also having been... Well, so I would think that May Song Sing For You is something that like the the ex-rebels who are coming in from like being smuggled in would have known about, but definitely have stopped saying um, yeah. because uh, clearly song didn't sing for them. They like yeah. were left behind and yeah. stuff. And so to them, it's like, it's almost insulting that we still use it. 
as a good luck thing because it was like not at all good right luck because for them. song like wasn't good enough for them yeah yeah i think that has more at stake okay cool so what does the card say to do uh first uh, and first thing to do is make a connection so which of these is the time to which of these aspects do you want to tie that to um Hmm. Well, we definitely talked about mingled roots now, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was also thinking, like, <clears throat> oh, that's true. that they still burned part of it. That's a good point. It's a lot of bitterness. Kind of, you know, why, they've, why they weren't allowed to use it. Yeah, I guess. so I guess the choice between those two is, like, one, do we think this is something that people are working to get over, or two, do we think this is something that is actually, like, a real, like, fracture that is, like, causing problems? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hmm. I feel like in our past scenes, there was a lot of animosity between these people. (laughs) Um, And maybe like working to get over it might be interesting. It's time for some reconciliation. Yeah, it's time for some reconciliation. So I'm going to connect it to now it's time to make these mingled roots worthwhile. And maybe it's even like a community meeting where it's like, look, we've he- we've heard that this is like a conflicting. Is that bad to base the entire scene around no, the like, absolutely word? Not. Yeah. But like, you know, we've heard that this is a conflicting thing. Like now that we're here, now that we're together, let's make a decision about whether or not this is something we want to continue doing and saying. All right. So who are the characters in the scene? And where's it taking place? Definitely Holden. Um, it's taking place maybe outside if it's a nice day on the nest part of... <laughs> under b- Bramble. Uh, under Bramble. Under, under Bramble bumbles. Rock. So we'll be over Bramble. <laughs> Definitely Holden, I think, is there like a de facto leader of the... There Are they an unnameless group? The Empire people. I think we've just been calling them the Empire. Yeah. Maybe something to do with, like, what do magpies bring? Wow, shiny we, things. <laughs> I don't think we should call them shiny things. So I, I guess magpie would be the other person, though, kind of leading this discussion. Um, Is the magpie identified now? I think... The magpie, magpie was, was identified. Oh, okay. Magpie was always identified. Okay, sorry. But it was just some people liked that he was bringing in more people and some people didn't. Mm-hmm. But now it kind of seems like we're stuck with the people we have. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. tells me that like having this meeting would be a clover idea. Yeah, yeah. Yes, definitely. So maybe you could be part of the scene too. Yeah, I could like introduce it maybe. I think all four of us should be in it probably. Mm-hmm. I think Trinity is in the background sitting <laughs> up a radio array of some sort. or like, <laughs> no, not, Nothing that any of the characters it. can see, but... But I think one thing we should do, so this is just a, like, this is the writer person in me doing things. I kind of want to do all these scenes until the last, until the legacy to be scenes of basically happy scenes. Yeah. At at Under Bramble Rock. But in the background of every scene, we see, like, we see like approaching signs mm-hmm. of what's going to go wrong. 
And for that reason, I kind of want to define exactly how this can, this communication is going to happen and who exactly is involved with it. The yeah. like outsider communication. Yeah. I think Trinity is involved with it. I'm going to, going to go ahead and say Undoubtedly. that. <laughs> yeah. But who'd she get to? Maybe she like really worked on like a small sect, like two or three. Or what if she got through to Billy? She was trying. Well, <laughs> yeah. I Ryan's mean, eyes just got really wide. At that no, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking cause like, I mean, there's yeah, there's definitely a lot of animosity before between our two characters, but at or the maybe same like time, someone said like, "Oh, I saw your whoever alive, right. some like relative yeah. of yours." Right. Yeah, so that or like yeah, so someone knew my relative, and that causes me to like really, you know, to want to continue making this effort. And I mean, there was animosity, yes, but like in the end. You weren't outing her. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I was. I was an accomplice. Yeah, you're complicit. Okay, so I, I think yeah. it's the two I'm of you. A, I'm and a bad then, guy. I mean, do we want Magpie or do we want to introduce someone else? I think we can stick with who we have. Yeah. So you two and Magpie. I think that's good. Wait. So who? So who? So wait. Exactly no, you're in it, right? Again? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. In the scene, it's all four of us. Yeah. But Ryan's going to be Magpie. I think. Yeah. But I'm saying for the like cohort of people who are sending signals to the Empire, it's Trinity, Billy, gotcha, yeah, and yeah, Magpie. Oh, I don't. I didn't, oh. I didn't think it was Magpie. That's. Oh. I don't know. I think Magpie like showed them how. <clears throat> or like, wasn't there? Didn't I play I an know, angry I, kid? Yeah. Last yeah, time. Oh, the asshole pilot. There, there are a lot of no, no, no there are a lot time. of angry empire. People. I know Ryan and I played angry kids with each other's names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now we're just so mean to Clover. She was just trying to be nice. Um, no, I do. I, I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Magpie okay. doing this too, because yeah. and I, and then I think like there are also kind of like different reasons for each character wanting to contact yeah, the empire like lands where like, like is Trinity still kind of hoping that like we should go back? Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and maybe 100%. magpie sees this as like kind of the next step in this operation to like yeah. infiltrate right. higher. And then I think like Billy is just, you know, and so really it could be like a, family. right. Like it could be just like a, like, you know, Matt, like Billy just has his family. Trinity has this like grand plan of, getting everyone back to the empire and magpie has this grand plan of getting the empire to them. And so then there's all, yeah. So I don't know, you know, it's, yeah, it's just this convoluted, like yeah. yep. that we won't see any of on screen. Right. Except that for, will like, all come later. Like, yeah. come later. <laughs> okay, cool. So right now what's happening in this scene, Clover is going to introduce, um, this discussion that's going to take place about the phrase may song sing for you. Um, with Holden and Magpie being the two representatives of their respective sex sects. <laughs> <laughs> and Trinity sitting quietly in the background. I smiled Tucker just smiled <laughs> knowingly. Devilishly. <laughs> right. um, um, uh, citizens of Underbrand Bullrock... Um, both new and old, uh, I've gathered you here today to introduce um, a friend you know and a friend you may not know um, who have some words to say that I think we all need to hear. So first, you all know uh, Clover Spring, um, expert boiler tender and good friend, um, but you may not know 
uh, our new friend Magpie. As you all know, new faces have been showing up, uh, and Magpie is the brains behind this. Good to be here. There's a very polite clap. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for being here. The main subject of this meeting is really a pretty concrete one, and it's something that I've noticed in conversations with some of the new members of our team about a, a phrase that we have often used for the past 20 years. Um, it's been part of my life and is a phrase I hold dear, and I think many of us might. Um, the phrase, may songs sing for you. But I've learned that this phrase, uh, back in the empire, really holds a lot of weight for some of our newer members and can be incredibly, incredibly hurtful. Um, and so I wanted to have a community discussion about what we might do with that information. Magpie, do you want to explain? Sure. Um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, this phrase, which I remember from the, uh, from the revolution uh, and was very powerful to me, as to many of you and as to many of our friends and family who didn't make it through that time, uh, the, the phrase was very powerful and, uh, <clears throat> and unfortunately because of its power during those times for us, for those of us who were, who remained in the empire, uh, working for them, it was outlawed and, it was a crime to say that phrase. And so unfortunately for us, while it's also a reminder of songs sacrifice and of the brave, the, the braveness of so many people during the revolution, it's also a reminder of all of our friends who for seemingly simple matters of civil disobedience or, or just for being hopeful were in, imprisoned and even worse by the empire. Indeed. Now, now I know there are those of you uh, out in the crowd, myself included, um, you know, who wouldn't dare step in a sparrow without clapping each other on the back and, you know, saying, you know, May Song sing for you. But, you know, given what Magpies just told you, we are not the only experience of this revolution. Uh, and I think it's become clear to many that um, as uh, positive of a reminder as it is for us, it's a uh, haunting phrase for a lot of other us. So we ask you um, in this kind of grand vision to make Under Bramble Rock the new home of something hopeful uh, that you please be aware of what you're saying to your new compatriots. Cut. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, know, I was just going to make some cheesy comment. <laughs> good. And good luck with it. <laughs> Everybody laughs the politician laugh. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Again, that was Game of Dialect, which is by Hakan Sealiolu and Catherine Himes. You can find all their work at thornygames.com. And if you like the show, go ahead and leave a rating on iTunes. You can find me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com, and my Twitter is scene underscore play. And again, I'm sorry that I was slow on this week, and this time I do have a poem for you. This is from The Direction of the Road 
which is a short story by Ursula Le Guin. I am thankful that I am an oak, and that though I may be wind-broken, or uprooted, hewn, or sawn, at least I cannot, under any circumstances, be squashed.